0: Welcome to the Daily Misinformer, the only show on the internet that thinks the real fall flavor isn't pumpkin spice. It's McGrig BBQ. I'm Adam Asias.
1: And I'm Kristen Skatton. People complain about the McGrig being seasonal, but absence makes the heart grow fonder and not as clogged with cholesterol.
0: Here's to that. Uh, This week, there are multiple bills being voted on by Congress, and we have uh, freaking Joe Biden ever heard of him to discuss the fate of America. What a get, guys.
1: What a get. We have arrived. We have. Yes. The Daily Misinformer podcast has completely arrived. Uh, As we have the President of the United Fucking States uh, as a guest today. Uh, Later on the show, we talked to Margot DuPont, an ex-Bond girl, about the final James Bond film starring Daniel Craig, uh, No Time to Die, which is uh, now in theaters. Uh, If you would like to sponsor us... uh Sony Pictures, I think, is uh, who released that film. Um, I think
0: uh, Paramount and then now Amazon. So hit
1: us up, Yeah, Amazon. hit us up with those sponsors. We will plug your film.
0: Sponsor us, Bezos. Uh, but first, let's go ahead and talk about the top stories of the week. And here to discuss is uh, Liana Masaiku. How's it going, Liana?
2: Hello, very well. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Well, always, always a welcome discussion by you and your hot takes of what america looks like from a greek person
1: <laughs> and uh also also uh joining us to offer some additional hot takes is andres prada hello welcome
3: what's up man Ah, uh, nothing <laughs> oh, oh yeah nothing, yeah, nothing, yeah, I'm nothing all right. going on today no it's okay
0: i don't want to talk about it it's good we're fine <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. Well, let's let's check in on that as well for what's going on in the news of Andres Parada and his what's uh, might be bumming him out. But (laughs) some other top stories for the week. So listen, everybody, we got to talk about it. It's the most boring thing in the world. But uh, I guess the government is important. The U.S. Congress and uh, people who pretend to have jobs actually did something today. uh, As of this recording on Thursday, the House just approved the Senate Passed stopgap funding bill to avert a shutdown by extending government funding through December third. Yay! Can't wait to do this. Just a few months. The vote was two fifty four to one seventy five, with some Republicans voting in favor of the measure. Hooray! Yay! They...
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hooray, yes. guys! We you did minimal effort.
1: Well, I feel like I feel like you know the federal government has never been more representative of the like you know general American population than right now because. Because it's basically living paycheck to paycheck, right? Like this is only a <laughs> That's short-term very true. solution. Uh, this only funds the government through, I believe, December third. Which means, like, right. basically in like two months, we're gonna either have to do this again, or they're gonna actually have to get their shit together and pass a bunch of appropriation bills to actually fund uh, federal agencies through the end of uh, the next fiscal year, which will be September 30th, 2022. So so they're just sitting around the kitchen table like, how do we make it for like a few more weeks, guys? Which is, yeah, basically what like ninety nine percent of Americans do. So
3: it's basically just raising the debt ceiling, right? is what the like the, the the crux of the bill that's
1: is. a different no that's actually a different the raising the debt ceiling is actually a a slightly different thing because um that they have to do by, I believe, October 18th. Um, right. And this is so so the the appropriations that the funding is basically just like saying like, OK, this is the budget for the year. This is how much money all these federal agencies are going to get. The debt ceiling is when the U.S. will de- default on. I believe it's twenty eight point five trillion dollars that we have borrowed And raising the debt ceiling means like, okay, great, you can keep borrowing money.
3: So that was not in this bill that they passed.
1: That's not in this bill. No, that is a separate other thing that everyone's butthole should be clenched about right now.
0: Listen, we're going to go to a video right now, kind of explaining it better than our dumb
3: asses.
1: Speak for yourself, Adam. Exactly. My ass (laughs) is fine. My ass is very (laughs) smart, as anyone who has ever met me knows.
3: Mine's, Mine's dumb. I'll take it. I'll take it. I got a big old dumb butt.
1: Good news. The Senate and House just passed a continuing resolution to avoid a government shutdown, at least temporarily, through December 3rd, with both Democrats and Republicans in both chambers voting yes. Now, that's one crisis averted. Now, this continuing resolution keeps spending levels the same, keeps money flowing to victims of recent natural disasters like Hurricane Ida, and allocates money to relocate our Afghan allies here in the United States. Now, this bill will go over to the White House for the president's signature. Obviously, he will sign it. When that happens, this crisis will be over at least until December 3rd, when we will have this fight all over again but the other crisis is real and looming. I'm talking about the possibility of the US defaulting on its debt. The Treasury Secretary says that will happen on or about October 18th, and at this point there is no resolution to that problem. There's a lot happening. Like this is a this is a big week because like you said like we have the um the the funding for the government, we have the debt ceiling thing kind of coming up and then we have two bills, the infrastructure bill and the I think it's the build back better bill and like those two things are connected uh, because you have certain, uh congress people who like want one and not the other and uh, you know what you does basically...
2: joe manchin want guys? but really all
1: anybody needs to know is what joe manchin wants because he's him and him and Kirsten Cinema are basically the gum in the cogs of the <laughs> uh of, of
3: the whole democratic machine yeah do i have this right the cogs of this machine are this is saying that the government will continue to be funded is what just passed. The government will mm-hmm. continue to have funds allocated yeah. to them. Yes. The next bill is, are we going to have funds to allocate? Because as of now <laughs> it's saying like, uh, yes, we, the government will be able to continue, but it will not be able to continue for long unless we raise the debt ceiling so that we can mm. continue to pump exactly. those funds into them. So this would basically right. just be like, uh if you were like, uh, if I like owed somebody money, I would just be like, hey, just so you know, I'm going to pay you.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then but I do have to think about if I'm going to pay myself uh, later on uh, in about two weeks. I'm going to decide I think I'm going to pay myself. I might not, though. So in two months. Well, let's discuss. Let's discuss. It's it's very convoluted. Yeah, Like
1: basic, basically the fact that, you know, we don't teach basic finance in like public schools is fucking everybody up, including our own government, because we've borrowed more than we can pay. Uh, We We wait till the last second to be like, hey, do we have a budget? Like, how are we paying for all this stuff? Like, yeah, it's it's a really interesting reflection of just like, you know, what most citizens go through when they're like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. I'll just open another credit card, I guess. And then when that credit card is due and you're like, shit, I don't know how I'm going to pay this. Okay, let me open up another credit card and I'll pay the balance of that one with my new credit card. And yeah, it's basically what our government does.
0: And here's the frustrating part. Like if you're just listening to this and you're like, hey, like why isn't the government funding itself? Right. Like that should be a no brainer that you literally have one job. Right. The problem is, is that there are parties or there are elements in the government, especially Republicans that want to put more gum in the machine mitch mcconnell is essentially calling a bluff saying like well i'm not gonna pay for that do something about it because if something were to fall on the democratic Mm -hmm. party that would be against them but here's the thing it's kind of bullshit because no one likes congress no one likes everybody's like it's so convoluted i don't care what party you are essentially because if you didn't vote for this catastrophic thing to not happen you're an, you're a dumbass right so it is it is a huge bluff everybody knows it and all we are doing is just <laughs> it's um It's essentially chicken. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just playing chicken. And we all but we all know if this chicken, if if we do crash, the world crashes around us because our once our debt is if it were to default, then the world would default. Like essentially
1: Republicans are definitely banking on like making the Democrats look as bad as possible and assuming that, you know, the average person is not paying attention enough to be like, oh, you're actually the ones that are. Like, they're, like, not saying that the Democrats are doing everything right. There's certainly right. a lot that they could be doing better, but, like, they're trying, but, it, you know, it's it's that it's that thing of, like, you know, we'll make them look bad and talk about how ineffective they are and how they're going to, like, crater the government when when really the Republicans, like, if they would just work with them, oh, shit would be a lot easier. I also, before we move on, just want just to also make one note, and I'm not an economist. You're not? Let's also... <laughs> You know, I just haven't. I just haven't finished my degree yet. Um, oh, okay, you know, great. I've been busy, doing, I've been busy doing other things. <laughs> um, I'm an armchair economist uh, now. As as we, are. I read some articles on the internet, but let's not also forget, that, like,
0: <laughs> oh no, are they about <laughs> vaccines too? Oh no. <laughs>
1: um, if if we would tax the wealthiest people in this country accordingly, we might not have to borrow so much money here here you know if 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 people paid their fair share of taxes you know the billionaires in the u s and the and then the you know multimillionaires um you know that would probably at least lessen the 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 debt burden uh on this country, so just just wanna point that out as well.
0: Totally understand. Listen, I'm no armchair economicist or anything, <laughs> right?
1: Oh my God, but you I, just butchered a Greek word.
0: I'm no armchair economicist.
1: <laughs> that's your other podcast. That's, that's, that's the other armchair, podcast we're going to start. Armchair economicist. I do that
0: with uh, Kristen Bell. Fuck Dak Shepherd. <laughs> Um Listen, I'm no, I, I'm no. Economologos. Ecologist. Yeah. Uh, But my thinking is we should definitely, I guess, just pay our bills. I'm just, I'm just, I'm spitballing here. I read an
3: article where they suggested that. Right. How would we buy tanks if we bought those things though? How would we like, you know what I mean? It's just not rational, Adam. You're being, it doesn't make any sense.
0: I'm just sitting over here with my armchairs, my chairs and my arms over here. (laughs) And I'm thinking. Your chair made
1: of arms?
0: I have a chair made of arms. It's disgusting and was hard to make um don't look into it okay so we talked about mansion right mansion uh is the fart in the room if i if i would if I, can we change the analogy to that so we are essentially 1 trillion dollars like that's the amount of money we need right joe mansion is gumming all this up or farting in the room if you will uh because it's not allocating enough funds for the things that he wants he doesn't he doesn't think spending that much money is prudent but he did suggest a higher paid bill over the summer so what it's just like literally dude what do we need to get you do you need another houseboat like is that what this is about do you need a fucking houseboat just vote dude do your job do your damn job i'm no armchair ecologist or anything but that's my job that's my thinking people should do their jobs
1: People, people should do their jobs.
3: It's like when your stepdad's like, sorry, we're not, we don't got enough money to go to Disney. And then the <laughs> next day, he, he's got like a Corvette or like, you're like, mm-hmm. how'd you buy that Corvette? What's the deal with the Corvette? And then he's like, that's, that's for getting laid. That's a different <laughs> scenario. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a different expense. Andres, is that why you're just doing okay today? That's like very specific. Yeah, uh, did your
1: stepdad buy a Corvette instead of taking you to Disney World?
0: I mean, it's fine if you don't want to talk
3: about it. I really had my eye on Galaxy's Edge. And <laughs> sure. I wrote a written proposal to my stepfather saying, this is how much it will cost. And I would like to spend this amount of time there. And he wrote me back and he said, unfortunately, uh, that's not going to work. And then I looked into his history via Google. And I found out that he had uh, made a proposal for uh a, a Corvette a few days before and I felt betrayed. And, Is your dad Joe, Joe Manchin? Is your stepdad Joe Manchin? Oh, you're familiar? <laughs> okay, alright. Very cool. Very Well, school. at least uh, he any-
2: didn't text you new number who this. That's true. He, he texted me
3: something else, but I, I'm not allowed to talk about it.
2: I am fully vaccinated. Can I come for a ride or?
3: Uh, he does have a stip, he wrote a stipulation that was about I you have to be born in his family, something like that. I don't know what that <laughs> oh, means. Oh, so you're not really. getting, you're not getting in there. Yeah, he said. Not yeah, you like you have to be
1: a blood relative. You to... have to
3: be a member of this family to receive any of the rights of this family. That includes riding in my vet.
1: He drives a tough bargain. That's uh... speaking of
2: of having to you know belong, be born into something to have rights. Um, I would like to just add a very small thing as an immigrant to this conversation. Please, please, uh, that I struggle when we're talking about American economy because I belong in that category which is uh, taxation but no representation and you know Kristen you were talking before about paying our fair amount of taxes I'm paying taxes and you know I didn't receive any of the stimulus checks last year and I'm fine with that and I was rooting for all of my American friends to receive them and sometimes as an immigrant I feel like oh my God, I'm so grateful to be invited to this party that even if nobody is feeding me, I should just be grateful that they let me come here and be here, right? And I'm, I struggle with doing right uh, by my immigrant community and more, some immigrants have families to support and other things. So I don't want to say that I speak on behalf of all immigrants when I say, just give American people all the stimulus checks. We're fine not getting them. I was fine not getting it. And I just struggle with this notion But every time I hear on the news, like last year, I'm going to say random numbers, like 7 million Americans lost their jobs or because of COVID or died. I just feel invisible because I'm like, I'm sure there are hundreds of (laughs) thousands of immigrants in this country. We are not Americans. We also lost jobs. Mm -hmm. We also got sick and we're dying. And I just, I don't know, like I was trying to... I think we need maybe a term or a category like we have for other communities like LGBTQ right. or BIPOC. Like, I want a term that reflects people who live in America, who live not tourists, because it just soothed my heart so much last year when Bernie Sanders was the only politician who was saying, listen to this, he was saying, give every person in America Make sure every person in America, we need to, like, every person in America made me feel seen. I, I was able to take a breath when I heard him say that because until that point, everybody was like, give Americans, give Americans, give Uh. Americans. And then he stopped at some point. And I also knew why he had to stop because there were Republicans and there was an election coming up who were saying, Bernie Sanders wants to give illegal immigrants. And, you know, there are no illegal humans. Let's just put that out there. You know, so I understand why he also pivoted. But I just wanted to bring this to the conversation because I would, you know, I'm the only. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Absolutely. Like, I would love to hear what your thought is about somebody playing the political party move of all of this, but as an armchair ecologist.
2: <laughs> <Economologos>. <laughs> <laughs> um Under Trump, when COVID happened and people lost their jobs, some immigrants, they were given, I think, 60 or 90 days to find another job, otherwise leave the country. And I, I want to say that this Kind of like he said he wanted to do this, and I want to say that he didn't implement it, but it was giving me so much anxiety that I was just. And then even he even wanted to kick out students, international students, because mm-hmm. classes became online. And he's like, Do you yeah. understand how much money I came here as a student? How much, th- like, people are spending thousands of dollars for the privilege to come and study in this country, and you're kicking them out, like,
1: right? Yeah. And yeah. people don't know, like, I used to work in higher education, and, and, People don't know that like students and international students are typically the only ones at colleges who are paying full price and are actually paying tuition, their entire tuition out of pocket. They don't I mean, they could receive like merit based scholarships from schools, but they do not receive any federal financial aid. So so like the economic impact of international students on schools is huge because they're actually the only ones who are paying full price and, and have to pay, you know, um, and and not to mention then what they contribute to you know just just to the economy when they're students if they you know remain in the U.S. after after they graduate like it's
2: well that's the thing we could go that we could go down whole rabbit holes and as Tristan said she, you mentioned uh, federal help and Trump put a, something in effect that says that for green card which is down the road but like. Uh, basically, if you received federal help, you wouldn't be eligible for a Green card. And I do hope that the current administration actually, um, you know, <laughs> cancels this. Uh, but um, like, I didn't apply for unemployment last year. I don't know if I was eligible, but like even for rent relief or like my bills, I'm paying full price, even though based on income, I would be eligible just because I'm scared of this.
1: So, you know. Well, and I think that's the thing that's the th- is like, you know, from the American citizen's perspective, we have, we have no idea, right. What it means to immigrate to this country and actually become a citizen. Like it's so complicated and it's, and it's so time consuming and expensive. And, you know, when you have politicians talk about, you know, illegal immigrants or people, you know, they, they create this whole narrative of, you know, it's just people coming here and like taking advantage of us and taking things that, And it's like, the exact opposite. Right. But like by keeping us as as citizens as like, you know, native born citizens like ignorant of the realities of the naturalization process, they can perpetuate this narrative about immigrants which is actually like no, we make it incredibly difficult to become a citizen to come to this country and like if people try to subvert the rules, you know, it's only because of how onerous it is. And, you know, like, I don't under I don't understand sometimes why anyone would want, still want to come to this country. you know. Well, just just
0: to speak on that real quick, that is like the kind of conservative agenda when it comes to this topic is that people who are not represented are not paying their fair share, which is not true. It is a smokescreen and I'm no armchair person
1: here. <laughs> you're not a, you're not a an immigrant uh policy ex- immigration policy expert either? I'm no
0: arm ch- I'm no armchair immigrant. <laughs> it is a smokescreen to not look at what the thing we should be taxing who has too much representation is billionaires. Mm-hmm. It's easier to think of people who are, you know, a, a mass of people who are maybe trying to seek refuge or um, are trying to take advantage of the great things that our country offers. It's easy to think of that rather than the people that are at the top not paying their fair share. And I say tax the the rich, sure. What I think was such a stronger, stronger case is tax the billionaires. (laughs) Tax the billionaires. Listen, we all know we can be millionaires tomorrow. If I won the lottery, I did it. It'd be a lot harder to become a billionaire.
2: Of course, if Jeff Bezos wants to sponsor this podcast, we might reconsider. Oh, but yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to say I was like I was reading and Trump supporters, like they were like, "Why are you still voting for Trump?" and so many people were saying because he has been the strictest on immigration, we don't want immigrants here, and because he's the strictest on abortion. And there were two things as a woman and as right. an immigrant, I just felt oh, they don't want me here. It's, it's just heartbreaking mm-hmm. that people think you you don't belong. Mm-hmm. You
0: know. Thank you so much for that. And speaking of not wanting to be here anymore, ever just hear something where you're just like, I hate it here. Well, recently, actually today, as of Thursday, Facebook's global head of safety, Antigone Davis, appeared before Congress. Uh, and it was the idea to be grilled about youth safety. Um, and Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal acted like everyone's mom talking about the internet and put Davis on the spot Asking if Facebook would commit to, quote unquote, ending Finsta, uh, which is just a slang for secondary for a secondary account account that people create. Uh, And of course, Davis was or yeah, of course, Davis was very confused. Let's uh, listen to that real quick.
1: Will you
3: commit to ending Finsta?
2: Senator, uh, again, let me explain. We don't actually we don't actually do do Finsta. What Finsta refers to is young people setting up uh, accounts where they want may want to have uh, more privacy. You refer to it as privacy from their parents. What, what in my interaction with teens, what I've found is that they sometimes like to have a an account where they can interact just with their with a smaller group of, of friends.
3: Well Finsta that, is that one said, of your actually Finsta is one of your products or services. We're not talking here about Google or Apple it's facebook correct
2: Finsta is slang for for a type of account
3: okay it's not, you in that type, type of account
2: we I, i'm not sure i under, understand exactly what you're asking
0: yeah, so um yeah, what a hard cut to this. Uh it just seems like Congress just doesn't uh get things,
2: I guess. Aren't you happy that the people who govern really are in touch with everything that's going on in our lives?
1: Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, let's let's not forget that um, you know, especially for uh this was a this was a setup, but like anybody can be, I mean, theoretically, anybody can be a congressperson. <laughs> right. So look at Marjorie Taylor I, right, Green. Like Marjorie Taylor Green and Lauren Boebert and you uh-huh. know these, these these folks do this. Um but yeah, I mean it's so we clearly like trying to have the government regulate these social media platforms, which they definitely do need regulation, obviously. Right. Absolutely. But people who don't even understand you know yeah. the term the terminology and the you know how these how these platforms function and then they're going to make the like it's like you could hear mark zuckerberg just laughing his evil uh you know super villain laugh <laughs> in the background like Wah, ha, 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 ha. they think fitsta yeah. is a thing ha, 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 ha.
0: i do I do. I do think that it, it really is. I mean, we've. I've said it multiple times. Uh, the this episode is going to be called "Arm Armchair uh, <laughs> e- e- Economist, Economist" for sure. <laughs> uh, but it's like it, these people are are not experts. Yet they're in charge of laws and passing laws. And to hear this person. <laughs> This, I mean, uh, shout out to Antigone Davis. I mean, I know you listen. You're, I know you're a listener, uh, because we talk about Facebook every every week.
1: Yeah, like speaking, like Antigone. Uh, if I if I remember my classics correctly, Antigone is a uh, Greek name, oh, yes. correct? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, this poor this poor person has to like sit there and explain to this dumbass.
3: It's kind of like with my stepdad when I got caught with uh marijuana. And he and he, came, oh, no. yeah, and he came up to me and he was like, okay, you boys keep smoking. You need to get rid of all of this math. And I was yeah. like, math? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> math? He doesn't even know the terms. He doesn't even know what it means. He has no clue about my addiction. It's like, get off my fucking case. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, Mansion is just He's a, really yeah. out of touch.
1: Man.
3: But you're addicted to weed? Uh, meth. Meth. <laughs> Oh, you're. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I see how I that happens. Um, <laughs> no,
3: see, that's the thing is, it's the same. Pe- it's the same thing when they talk about when they do talk about drugs. It's the same thing when they're like, "This crack stuff is taken," it's like, "It's fucking cocaine." What are you talking about? You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean?
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, just boomers. Just boomers. Just don't get it. They don't get social media. They don't get drugs. Um,
3: yeah, they don't get anything cool. Even they don't get cool. things. It's not even. I don't know if it's boomers because like my mom i think is technically a boomer but she's like open to hearing things and if she doesn't understand things she's playful about it i feel like it's a super rich power thing mm. with people who are just like certain about things that they don't understand and they're just like when are you going right. to get rid of this this uh, marijuana cigarettes that kill babies you're like uh, all right <laughs> just be uncertain <laughs> we would like well, I think you. it's it's kind of like what you were saying
0: too it's like calling it crack the wrong thing like my mom used to be like she accused me one time of like are you smoking dope? I'm like I, I mean I don't think the weed I was smoking was laced with any crack <laughs> cocaine but I don't like it's like they just heard one thing on, on the all news drugs, and they're like
1: pairs, all drugs are dope
0: yeah there's like hardcore dope like mom vibes, I'm getting. Well, from I mean, and,
1: and again, like this is like what they are talking about. You know, like youth safety on the internet and on social media. Like it is a serious thing. Like, like we, you know, we just had that Wall Street Journal report about Facebook oh, and right. Instagram and like how you know the impacts that they've had on uh, particularly you know young young girls and young women yeah. and like their body. Young and young it's women, and yeah. it's true. Like Facebook, you know. I was in college when Facebook came out and so so I was like past you know the the insecurities of of adolescence and everything but you know my my friends and I have, have talked I'll let you know
0: when that's I'm done with that <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um, well, it's, it's, it's a process, Adam, you know, you have to, you have to work on it, but, um, but yeah, no, my friends and I have said for years, like, oh my God, we're so grateful that Facebook and Instagram and and all this stuff didn't come out until we were older, because if it had happened when we were teenagers, like... We, were, I was like, I was, I was like, I was depressed enough when I was thirteen, and Facebook <laughs> yeah. didn't exist. yet. what you know, so so it is, a, so it is a serious thing, and like yeah, when right. I mean, when like this happens, when you have somebody like Senator Blumenthal up there, like talking about you know banning Finsta, and you're like, oh god just like you're god. undermining the whole Dead. thing dad like I get god it de- but yeah but i will say i don't want i don't want um you know instagram to to ban finsta because i mean finsta is how i keep tabs on all my exes <laughs> <laughs> i
0: i will say so i actually yeah i just to so uh, to embarrass myself i have a finsta i think we all do um you know if you don't you're missing out. Uh, I don't use it for like stalking other people. I do it. And this is where the uh, insecurities part comes in. I do it to boost my algorithm in on TikTok and on Instagram by commenting on it. So if you ever see somebody just like, Blowing it up on my videos—that's me. <laughs> but <laughs> so I think that I think it's great it for self-esteem. You do, work
1: you do need to work on your self-esteem a little bit. <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm gonna connect you with my life coach. It's, it'll be great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please do, please do. uh It does work. Uh, it's great. Uh, you get it, as many views
3: like, as as many fake accounts you have. You're like <laughs> it's working <Yeah. laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I have I have over 300 uh, fake TikTok accounts. It's a it's a I, weirdly all of them have more followers than my actual account. It's very weird. Uh, <laughs> but we have to get to our next guest. Uh, we're going to go to a break. But when we come back, we are going to talk to probably the most powerful granddad of all time, or of the country currently. Uh, and no, it's not Jeff Bezos' dad. It is Joe Biden. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Adam. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps out the show. And as a reminder, for every five-star review, I will read it on air. No matter what it says, I will read it. It could be your deepest, darkest fears. It could be your greatest accomplishments. Boy, would I like that. Anyways, I'll read it. All right, back to the show.
1: going on in the federal government right now and so here to discuss all that is the one the only president joe biden what's up motherfucker
4: hey uh <laughs> how's it going there man welcome and well uh and how how are you
0: wow i'm sorry for my co-host uh I was, president just, biden. I was just reading
1: the notes provided by press secretary jen Psaki, so <laughs> that's
4: yeah, pretty wild. What a, do you always get intro like that? Yeah, uh, 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 I do now. Now that, that people keep saying yeah, he's an old man, I'm not. I'm not old. i uh, uh, uh vivacious and 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 uh, uh, I I uh, I'm like uh, I use slang words like fuck and uh, uh, <laughs> dope and talk <laughs> oh, about so you know talk about take a shit at, uh, uh, inside Target. When they're not looking and, and youth. Wow, youth. I
0: uh, I mean, I'm I'm just it's wild to me that just to hear so many slang words and and curse words come out of Joe Biden's no, mouth.
1: you are so did, cool, Joe Biden. I feel like yeah. this is this is your Bill Clinton playing uh, saxophone on mm. Arsenio Hall moment right now. Uh, well,
4: f- for me, that was uh when I was on uh, Breakfast Club, uh, you know, and uh when I did you li- listen to that podcast?
1: No, I'm not. I'm not familiar.
0: Well, I don't. Li- I like podcasts.
4: Oh, I was on that podcast and I, I swore a lot and uh, uh, people liked it. And, oh, uh, I see. In my head, you, I, I said, oh, crap.
1: Do you swear a lot in your daily life, President
4: <sighs> yeah, Biden? Uh, yeah, I often swear at my wife when he's being bad when I'm trying to make love to my dog. Or uh, I'm trying to. I swear at my dog when I, I I'm trying to make l- love to my. Uh,
0: yeah, I thought that was on, a line. club. Come I thought on. that was a potential phleb of. Uh,
1: no, nah. I'm not sure who you're making. Did love I just to get a, right now? But, nah. I think um, he's he,
0: he was uh, got his wife and his dog confused. Here's oh, the deal. Okay. Here's the I deal. Yeah. Here's. I love it. Okay.
4: <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, we're
0: getting so close to that. I feel so. I feel like I. I know we're over Zoom, but I feel like we're like almost. You're like getting me a massage right now. Um, and, I feel like these weird uh, I, hands on my I, back.
4: Mm, I don't do that. I can't do that. And, and I by the do way, do it on me. I, uh,
0: I give you permission.
4: And, and by the way, the youth uh, slaps hands together when they're celebrating.
0: You mean a high five? Yeah, that's a high yeah, five.
4: Yeah, come on, man! It's a high five. It's. <laughs> I gotta be honest with
0: you. I love when you say "come on." I love when you say it's one of my favorite things. You did it to to Trump, and that was like one of the best parts of the debate. Ah, uh,
4: and 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 by the way, when Donald Trump, I'm not Donald Trump. I know. I'm Bi- I'm Biden. That's why we and, voted for you. And yeah, I'm I'm deporting immigrants and. Spending okay. lots of money,
1: lots that, of money. Well, speaking, but, uh, speaking of money. I, I'm, a, uh, I'm, a, I'm not
4: Trump.
1: <laughs> speaking of money, President Biden, um, you know, a lot of things uh, happening this week in in uh, the, you know, in Congress uh, and, and in the um, executive branch re- regarding money. We had, uh, you know, you have a couple of big bills, the Build Back Better bill and the infrastructure bill you know, that, that you're working on getting passed. So uh, so how do, you, how do you feel about, you know, uh, the fact that we had to pass a just a short-term funding bill for the government? Uh, would you have rather that we had, you know, funded the government through the whole next fiscal year?
4: Here's the deal. I didn't want to sign it at all. Really? I thought I was signing a receipt.
0: Oh, what was the receipt for? What did you think it was?
4: Crab! <laughs>
0: He <laughs> said, "Like, like the like the the sea
4: creature." Yeah, I thought they brought I me mean, a receipt for that, and I said to myself, "Well, fuck! Why do I? Why am I signing a receipt? I didn't know you signed receipts.
0: Why would you sign a receipt? And also, why would you buy that much crab? That's one trillion dollars. Yeah, that's Mr. a lot President. of crab. Shit, you had to have had a reason."
4: Well, cause, cause I, I needed crap, but that's besides the point. And by the way, also, <laughs> come on, come on, man. I wanted the government to shut yeah. down. Okay. You, wanted the you government did. To yes. Really? yes. Yes. Don't yes. tell me it's
0: because you wanted a, like a few days off.
4: Uh, absolutely. So, so that I could, <laughs> so that I could go out with my, with my, uh, ice cream cone and and lick my wife all over. Um I just uh, go out with my wife and, and uh and lick my ice cream cone all oh. I got to be honest with you uh,
0: I have made some drastic uh mess ups on on terminology when it comes to your wife come on uh, so far in this
1: <laughs> Yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't let Dr. Biden listen to this interview I don't know if uh, she usually listens to your interviews but I would I would not let her listen to this one uh if I if I were you um, so why did you? So even though you wanted the government to shut down because you wanted uh, a, a break to uh, lick uh, some ice cream cones, yeah. um, why did you? Why did you sign? Then why did you sign the bill? You could have <laughs> refused to sign it. You are the motherfucking president.
4: Everybody knows. Everybody knows that I already. I thought it was for uh, uh, a receipt. I already covered <laughs> oh, that. Right? Because that, thought that it I thought it was, that. That. it was a receipt for a crap. Receipt. But. If if I when I have to sign another one in the future for all bills from now on, I' going to look them in the eye and say, "Hey, ho, I'm youth now. Is this a receipt for crab or not, you cock?" From now on,
1: <laughs> have you every, thought every bill that you've what? signed so yeah. far since taking office? Have you thought it was a receipt for crab?
4: Everybody knows. I, did, I thought it was a receipt and it's not, and it hasn't been. Come on. I, I
0: feel like you're doing the, the, thing, Come on. the thing that. I, <laughs> Come on, Adam. <laughs> you don't say that to your dog, do you? No, to my dog. I mean, do- your wife, right? No,
4: to my dog, I say, get that out of your mouth. And to my wife, I say, here's the dog food for you. <laughs> 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 It's a. Do you get the joke, Adam?
0: I get. Yeah, you got it. You Come got on, it. Uh, man. Oh, listen, listen, listen. Uh, I, I you kind of made the mistake that I made earlier of like saying like, hey, everybody knows this, but what we don't know is why you want to purchase so much crab because you said that you signed all of your bills thinking it was a receipt for crab, right? So, which means that expense spending and the uh, 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 stimulus checks that came earlier this year—the billions of dollars of that—you also thought was for crab as well,
4: right? That's where it start. Where, uh, uh, where I started to make the mistake because I said we need to take care of the problem and get get people help, and they gave me the thing, and I thought, oh, okay, this must be a receipt for crab meat to send to all the people out in the mail and what then they told me it was money i said oh okay the next uh next bill is gonna be for crab meat then because is is that because
0: i love it it. susan is it because susan collins who's from maine where they have great crab also helped sponsored some of these yeah yeah. Su- okay. Susan, all right mean,
1: Actually, Susan actually, Maine Adam, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you there because I think Maine is more known for lobster. Oh, right. Crab. Um, come, on. I, like I on. come on. Everybody
0: come on, knows that. Everybody
1: knows that you get your lobster ah, from Maine. I was, was going to ask. Okay. I was actually going to ask, uh, um, uh, uh, President Biden that, um, yeah, what, I'm I'm curious about the kind of crab, uh, that you are, um. Uh, you know that that you're. I mean, is it is it Maryland blue crab? Is it Alaskan king crab?
4: The type of crab I wanted uh, to send out to everybody uh, is it is a type of crab who, uh, uh in 1961 I married. The type of crab who, uh, uh when when I was younger he supported me, and and later uh, a doctor. The type of crab uh, uh, honesty.
0: Are you signing bills thinking crab is your wife? <laughs> is that is the marriage? Are you thinking you're signing a marriage license?
4: Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. Come on, man everybody knows that look we're
1: doing hard-hitting <laughs> look we are armchair here economists and yes. we're doing hard-hitting journalism here I
0: guess so um well we do have to we do have to go to our next guest I'm sorry Joe Biden but you're being uh I think Jen Psaki just emailed me and said hurry it up motherfucker so I don't know yeah, um, yeah. Is Jen is there...
1: Psaki does not fuck around and <laughs> uh fuck around. mad respect to her for yeah. not fucking around
0: Mad respect Is there any final thoughts you want uh, To say to the American public Who are listening
4: uh, Here's the deal <laughs> Shit uh, uh, Fuck uh, Come on Come on man Talking about cock for youth And, uh, and also Going for uh, Tits and, and by the way <laughs> Balls
0: <laughs> Alright we'll be right back And we're back the latest james bond movie no time to die which was set to come out right after the time the pandemic hit was finally released in the uk to rave reviews the movie marks the last time daniel craig reprises the iconic role and today we have a very special guest here with us to discuss the bond legacy which is also a james bond movie i believe
1: Uh, The Bond legacy. Um, I think you're confusing that with the Bourne. Oh, right. uh, right. Legacy. Um, But uh, but yes, but we have a famous French actress, Margot Dupont, uh, who played a Bond girl back in the 60s. She's joining us all the way from Paris, and I can see that she's all... completely ready for this interview with a cigarette in one hand and a glass of wine in the other. So Margot, welcome.
0: Hi, Margot.
2: Salut, Adam. Salut, Christine. Uh, Merci. Thank you very much for having me here.
0: Wow. You are so classy. I can already tell. Uh, There's so much, (laughs) there's so much smoking on going on in that, in that house right now. It's I'm I'm getting a contact high just just Mm -hmm. watching you. I
2: wish I could just blow the smoke uh, on your pretty face, uh, you know, as a sign (laughs) of uh, flirty soon. But I will cheer to you, mon ami.
0: Well, thank you so much. Well, speaking of pretty face, uh, you are a uh, James Bond girl who was very successful in in her role. Could you tell me um, what movie were you in?
2: I was in, uh, from uh, Russia with love. I was playing a double agent. Uh, I was playing someone who was, you know, a uh, double agent with Russia. So, ah. uh, yes. And then uh, uh, there was a very sexy, tantalizing scene uh, when Sean Connery made me reveal the Russian secrets. And of course, His secret weapon was uh, putting his 007 inside of me to make that happen. Oh, wow.
0: Wow. You're talking about James Bond, of course, not actual Sean Connery. You didn't have intercourse with him, did you?
2: Oh, I don't remember if he he was married at the time, so I cannot answer that question. Uh, (laughs) But on the film, yes, on the film, uh, he puts it in.
0: Well, spoiler alert, it didn't matter to him uh, whether or not he was married. Um, Brush or Love, that's actually one of my favorite uh, James Bond movies because it has a jetpack in the beginning. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. Have you seen that movie, Kristen? Uh,
1: I have not. I have actually, uh, I've only seen, I believe, two uh, James Bond films. Um, Which ones? uh, I've seen Casino Royale and um, what's the one with the weird name? Quantum of Solace. Okay. No, 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 Christine.
2: You're watching Daniel Craig. He's a, a very softy. Okay? Uh, oh, okay. James Bond shouldn't be a softy butter pussy man. Okay. What do you oh, oh wow? Okay. okay.
0: Are you saying the James Bond uh that Daniel Craig plays is kind of a weak, a beta?
2: See, we that's exactly what I'm saying. James Bond is losing his edge. Okay. Uh, in the before times. James Bond never took no for an answer. He would (laughs) see a beautiful woman. I would say, no, James, no. And then he would rip my clothes. And then if I said no, he would punch the wall and open a big hole in the wall. And then he would put his 007 in my hole, even if I said no.
1: And that's what is sexy. Yeah, uh, I, I think some people, um, you know, and there's, there's been writing about this recently, you know, with the new um, Bond film coming out that, that say that maybe that's not so much sexy as it is rapey.
0: yeah. Problematic. And
1: pro you know, problematic. Misogynistic. Um, misogyn- okay, yeah, I'm sorry,
2: Christian. So, you know, the love of your life never slaps you, you know, to show his passion. Then you uh, haven't been loved, Monami. You haven't
1: been loved. Well, you know, if that's love, um, then then maybe I'll pass. Um, yeah. you know, uh I, I I just think, look, I mean, you know, uh I i, I again I, I've never Seen the older Bond films, you know, with with Sean Connery. Oh, you and, are uh, you know. missing out. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't know if I am. Um, if they involve, you know, uh, the, the the character punching holes in, in walls and, I don't know, maybe vaginas, depending, like, based on what you're saying. Um, They're
0: very problematic. Uh, my wife and I actually, uh, during the pandemic, one of our pandemic watches, my wife, uh, they, it, Joe Biden just popped in and said that real quick, I think. Um, uh, yeah,
1: he's still, he's looking for his wife, uh, Dr. Biden, who may or may not be a crab.
0: Or 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 his dog. Who or his knows? dog. Um, I, We watched it and uh it is incredibly problematic and uh, I will say, before Daniel Craig, or maybe even uh, Pierce Brosnan, it is mostly, it's not a lot of action. It's mostly James Bond hooking up with random women. That's kind of the whole thing of the movie, so I get why Margot that maybe you're bumping up on this because Daniel Craig is kind this. of like a. What is shirt. the
2: most passionate thing you did to your wife to show her you are super passionate and sexy and a, a real man, a real man?
0: Uh, I, I mean, I, 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 like to think I do stuff like that every day. Uh, compliment her, her looks. Say I love you. That is hold nice. Hold her hand. Okay. Hold her okay. hand. Uh, sometimes i just say i look over to her and i say i appreciate you
2: okay did you beat up an ex-boyfriend though and- i did
0: no oh, no I, Adam,
2: no come on no. I, I heard before you have a fake uh, instagram accounts stalk an ex-boyfriend <laughs> and just uh, hit the shit out of him
0: <laughs> okay so morgo do people do this to are you married are you currently married
2: uh I currently have a boyfriend who is thirty years younger than me and I pay Good him for you. I pay him a monthly allowance, but see we oui, mercy.
0: Does he ever punch any of your exes?
2: Uh well my exes most of them are dead now. Okay? Uh, I mean, because yeah, they were older directors who you know they put me on the couch to give me a role. But again, that
1: is how it works, no?
0: That's not how. No, it's- but
1: it doesn't. But but Margo, I mean, may I may I posit that it does not have to work that way, and that maybe, uh, you know, you've just been conditioned uh, by the, by the patriarchy, which, uh, films like the older Bond films reinforce the way that this idea of this is what masculinity is. And this is what, what romance is. Um, you know, I actually think that, you know, you're, you're clearly, you're a very beautiful, strong, talented woman. I think maybe that you are not being treated, uh, in the manner, uh, that you actually deserve to be treated.
2: Well, uh, if uh, having a threesome with uh, Alain Delon and the young intern uh, is not a privilege, uh, then I don't know
1: what is. OK. And that is fine. Okay, uh, that is that is fine, Margot. I, I fully support, uh, you know, but but I'm saying it was that threesome consensual um, or were you coerced into that? um in order to feel like that's what you had to do to get a role in this movie because there there is i'm just trying to say that there is a difference they did give me a lot of drugs before uh, but i think that's what i'm saying like wow i I feel like um you know I, i i'm and again i'm not trying to project anything onto to your personal experience but um you know if you couldn't actively consent to having, uh, you know, those. those. Um... Okay, you
2: are one of those feminists who you're trying to woman explain everything to me. So I prefer to speak with Adam because he's showing me more respect, <laughs> honestly.
0: <laughs> I personally. I don't think I should be talking right now. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I have any room to. See. I don't think I anything that comes out of my mouth should be heard right now. So I think Chris is doing a great job. I just feel
2: that uh, feminists like Christine, they are making men very scary right now to approach women and flirt with us because they're afraid we're gonna cry, wolf, wolf, wolf because he didn't respect my
1: no. Well, uh, Margot, let me let me ask you a question. Like, say that you are, you know, at a cafe, um, you know, you're enjoying your wine, you're enjoying your cigarette and your and your croissant, croissant. Um, you know, what, what, how would you want a a gentleman to approach you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Merci for
2: that question. So I would want him to look at me from the bar across. We are flirting aggressively just with our eyes. And then at some point he slaps the bar, right? Makes big noise, slaps the bar, pushes over the stool, it floors, it falls on the floor, and then he approaches me, he grabs me, and then kisses me without saying a word.
0: Wow. 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 Where do you think it goes after that? How do you take this person to your parents' house? How do you take them to uh, any parties? How do you, you know, how do you live with this person in your life who just slaps the bars and drinks and takes? what he wants from a woman without their consent.
2: I'm just, uh, you know, I find this a bit hypocritical when Hollywood is the one who just put out all these movies showing us all women that this is what great love and passion is. And now that I am explaining this to you, you are giving me a lecture that somehow this is wrong.
1: I, I, I think I think there's just, um, you know, w- w- what I'm bumping up against. And, and again, I don't want to women explain anything uh to you um, oh my
0: god have, have i been woman explaining this whole time
1: no you're have fine at them. no you're okay, you're fine you. you can say whatever okay. you want because you're, yeah, you're you have a double oh seven yes you know i'm i'm just advocating uh and i think you know i would i would encourage you to to advocate more for yourself and you know be able to say to that gentleman in the cafe um you know yes sir i would like you to come and sweep me off my feet and you know, take me back to our pied de terre, and you know, just make love to me all afternoon. Um, but just the, you know, but like you are playing an active part in in that relationship.
2: Okay, so if, for example, Idris Elba is the next James Bond, do you think that a woman would ever say no to Idris Elba? I,
1: I, I mean,
0: I wouldn't. Like, See.
2: There you go.
1: That's why Adam, I can speak with you and communicate. Well, no, but
0: that's the thing. It's it, it, just the idea of asking is good, you know. Like, right,
1: like one person saying no. I wouldn't say. I mean, I think those those right. sort of like create these false equivalencies. We're like, well, who would say no to Daniel Craig or who would say no to Idris Alba? I don't know. Someone might, and if they do, that wish should be respected. So, Kristen, you are saying, if I understand this correctly, that asking for consent is the new sexy. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what we're saying, yeah. We're not saying that, like, like it's not sexy anymore to just assume that everyone wants to see your 007. Okay, I
2: am worried that the next thing you're gonna tell me is that I'm also gonna have to have an orgasm
1: when we're having sex. Like, where is this well, that's, going?
0: That, that's a for sure, for sure. I mean, sure. you should. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you
1: absolutely, like, your orgasm matters, too.
0: Are you saying you've never had an orgasm before?
1: Uh, of course, I'm a woman.
0: Of course, you haven't?
1: Well,
2: I have had it by myself, by myself, and with Mont Croissant, but
1: uh, not uh, with... now hey. tell me more about how you give yourself an orgasm with a croissant because that will take <laughs> we actually don't my have time for that. Alone time to the next level.
0: We actually don't have time for that. Uh though I do can you maybe write it in a blog of some sort? Uh I so I don't think this podcast is rated for that sort of discussion. I will
1: do a TikTok video for you Adam. Yeah, do me that TikTok video because I'm very interested in incorporating more French pastry into my lovemaking. Finally,
2: something we can ag- agree on.
1: Something we can agree
2: on. There you well, go. With,
0: what, uh, speaking of agree on, I think it's time to agree that it's the end of the show and we're just going to go ahead and go into the closing right now. Uh, that will do it for this week of the show. Uh, look at, I think, oh, is... Is that Joe Biden or is that is that uh is Come that on, ooh, who's going it's Joe Biden. Oh my god, He's Joe Biden's back.
1: back. He's got a crab um, on a leash. Now I don't know and, and it's wearing a wedding ring. So I'm pretty sure he thinks the crab is both his dog and his wife.
0: And if you think your dog is your crab and your wife, you might be Joe Biden. You um,
1: might be Joe Biden. <laughs>
0: I love his laugh, but uh shout out to Andres Prada and uh, Liana Musaiku who were joined us earlier to discuss but before we go, uh Margot, was there anything you would like to plug before we before we head out?
2: uh no, but I can send you my address in case any young man listening would like to come and bring me croissant
1: Sure Ah, please do. We can, uh, that, we do. can, we can publish do. your home address in our show notes Absolutely. are you following any any,
0: any good YouTube pages at all?
1: uh not really
2: uh, that is for uh, your generation
0: i see i see well everybody should go check out uh just random thought but everybody should go check out Liana masayku's uh youtube page uh, which will be uh linked in the show notes here and then uh mr joe biden last
4: but not least what would you like to plug uh i'd like to plug the the uh, uh website whitehouse.gov uh, and uh, also the word ass
1: <laughs> yeah. you want
0: to plug the word you
1: wanna, ass. You yeah. pl- so you're saying you would like to plug an ass is that what you're saying president biden <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: that's a youth uh uh term
0: well and for no particular reason everybody should go follow andreas parada comedy on instagram tiktok and also find them on youtube speaking of good youtubes uh Kristen, what about you
1: uh yeah i think uh everyone should uh check out fever comedy uh la um they're a great great sketch group uh based in los angeles uh yeah fever
0: comedy dot la yeah
1: we we'll put the dot in there and uh check that out on the YouTubes and the Insta and the Finstas.
0: Yeah, there should be a, some cool some cool stuff going down on that. Yeah, but,
1: um, yeah and also, you know, uh, the Daily Misinformer uh, podcast. Um, uh, check that out. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and everywhere. All the other places. All the yeah. places and the podcasts exist.
0: When this drops, there will be a daily misinformer.com that you can go to and check out all of our recent uh, TikTok videos, all of our old blog posts, all of our old videos, and of course, more podcasts. So go please check that out. And of course, you can follow me at Adam Marthe. Joe Biden really likes that. You can follow me at uh, Adam Marr Mac on all the social medias. Find my Finsta on my TikTok uh, or my Instagram. What happens
1: if people start following your Finsta?
0: spoiler alert people are doing it and one of them is my mom I don't know how that happened but uh, yes please go ahead and rate us and review us as Kristen was saying I will read those on air Uh, we're collecting a few there's already a really some really fucking great ones already so I will say this again if you give a five star review I will read literally anything on that so please go check that out
1: Make Adam say funny shit. Yeah,
0: for once, make me say something funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, please go check it out. And before we end the show, we're gonna we ha- we're just a brand new baby show, so we're gonna try to f- figure out some new uh, signature send offs. And I'll go ahead and start. Let's try a few. Uh, this has been the Daily Misinformer. Um, if you want to, you can rate and review us. And I will not give you money.
1: This has been the Daily Misinformer reminding you that opinion becomes a fact if you just believe in it enough.
2: This has been the Daily Misinformer. Consent is the new sexy. <laughs> That's
4: true. Uh, uh, this has been the Daily Misinformer. Uh, don't don't take your wife to the vet, and uh, don't take your. Uh, uh, your dog to the bed. Come yeah.
0: on. Hell yeah. All right. This has been the Daily Misinformer. We are no armchair ecologists.